ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 41, the Dirk episode. So shouts out to Dirk Nowitzki, legend of the game. I'm your host, Teach Butler. Sitting next to me, as always, is Big Dill. Dill, how are you? Yep, I'm here, watching some football. We're all kind of in on this uh, Thursday night game. Yep. Watching a uh, good old Gardner Flint Minshew the second. The second. Because uh, according to them, you know, down in the south, a junior goes by Bubba. They didn't want to have a Bubba, so. Yep. Having a good night. Sure. No, no Bubbas here. <laughs> yeah. No, no Bubs. No, no offense to Bubbas though. Yeah. Specified. Yeah. I agree. Thank you for the clarification, Doge. Doge, how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing splendid, dude. I'm uh, I'm also watching this Thursday night game, but I'm actually like a minute 15 behind you guys, so it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to keep our uh, emotions in check yeah. here. You, you should uh, you should throw it out to me and be like, oh yeah, that was crazy. I'll just keep an eye out for it. Yeah, maybe we'll just like fake it too. Like you know, you never know. I like that. Keep you on nice your toes. Tease. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, this show, even though it is the Dirk show, it's going to be all about football. So here's what it's going to look like. First quarter, we're going to talk a little bit about some NFL trade rumors going around. There's a lot happening. Market's heating up right now. Second quarter, we're going to talk about some week three pickums. We're going to split that up into two quarters because there's a lot of games. We're going to do them all. So the third quarter is going to be part two there which is all the 4 o'clock games, Sunday night and then Monday night. So stay tuned for those. And then fourth quarter, the little college football week four preview. So big football episode here. First thing we got to do, of course, especially for a big episode like this, is warm it up. So, Doge, I'm going to swing it to you from Cleveland. What do you got here for us? Yeah, so I know we're doing mainly a football episode. Had to throw this in there. MLB season's kind of wrapping up. Um my hometown team, you guys down there in Cincy too, like the yeah. Cincinnati Reds, like are the only team in the entire league this year to have a losing record and a positive run differential. Of course. It's just hey, it's it's better than last year, but you know, yeah. that that stinks, you know. Losing a lot of close games uh, throughout the season. So it's a tough one, but oh well. Oh, they well. they've shown some good improvements, so it's a good squad for sure. Right, we're definitely getting better. So on the flip side, I heard that the Phillies we're the only team in contention with a negative run differential. Interesting. There you go. Just a little... I would rather be in contention. <laughs> yeah, I was say, maybe we're doing something wrong. <laughs> I don't know. We score less runs. Right. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll warm it up here real quick. Then keep it with uh, our favorite teams. Uh, Enos Cantor, my boy, the ultimate hype man, center for the Boston Celtics, said his guy G. Gordon Hayward should be eyeing the All-Star game this year because he's been looking great after these summer workouts. I guess he just stayed in Boston and uh, you know, worked out and got healthier. So really looking forward to seeing what he can do this season after you know finally being healthy. Never really got to see what he was actually going to be like in a Celtics uniform because he only played five minutes as a healthy Celtic. Um, you know, Last year he wasn't really himself. So looking forward to him getting back. And excited that Enos Cantor, who played with him on the Jazz, is saying he's back to normal. So let's see what we can do this year. Let's go. Big D, warm it up for us. What do you got? Yeah, so, excuse me there. (laughs) Um, Just 
like like we're uh, like we're doing. Got to warm it up. Gotta so it just kind of you know getting the pipes warm. Sure. Uh, Tampa and the Cleveland Indians are battling it out for the second wild card spot <laughs> because the freaking Athletics dude are on a tear again. Um, 92 and 61 as a wild card team. So, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty so, good. I don't know, dude. I just hate how hot they've gotten. Yeah. Two years in a row, they just have this formula that they just know how to play well at the end of the year. And, uh, you know, Cleveland uh, hasn't been too strong lately, whereas Tampa's been pretty consistent, you know throughout the entire year. And they so. got snow back recently, too, so like that's that's big. Yeah, as long as we don't have uh, have to snub, you know, Snell, yeah. we'll be good. Sure, for sure. So we'll see how this MLB kind of closes out here with the uh, wild card. But right now the American League looks like it's pretty much wrapped up with the A's up top. Uh, obviously that can change because there's still nine games left in the season. So... Yeah. You know, you have three series remaining through the end of next week. Let's see what they can do, man. Yeah. You never know. The National League's wild too, with the the Cubs and the Brewers battling it out. Well, the Cubs, mm-hmm. and the, the Cubs and the Cardinals play like five more times or something like that too, like a bunch before the season's over, and they're both <laughs> fighting for it. So that'll be interesting. They have as well. six games against the Cardinals. Wow. Yeah. See. Exactly. Six games, so that could be a huge swing. Like you never know. Ooh, and the Cubs are down four three in the bottom of the ninth. One out, runner on third right now. Wow. So that's seven games technically, I guess. If start yeah, yeah. Today's included. Right. Seven. All right, boys. Let's move it on to the first quarter. Let's get back to football, like we like we promised. NFL trade rumors for this first quarter. Just which of these players, or if you have another player in mind uh, that you think might be traded, do you think is going to get traded first? Um, just on the list, Jalen Ramsey, Jamal Adams, Eli Manning, Melvin Gordon. Um, <clears throat> I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but uh, Doge, we'll swing it to you first. Any uh, any thoughts on who might be traded first? Yeah, uh, I'm thinking it's going to be Jalen Ramsey, and he's even playing well in this game right now. Right. Well, uh, yeah, he's playing pretty well. Um, he got burned on on a couple routes, but uh, there was a report from Schefter today saying that the Jaguars were asking the NFL if it would be possible for Jalen Ramsey to play two games in one week. Wow. So I guess with them having the Thursday night game, they're thinking about potentially trading him before these Sunday or Monday games come in to play, so... Could be interesting. If they're asking the league about that, that's definitely a possibility. Certainly. So, uh, could be something interesting just to look out for this weekend, you know. But by the time some people see this, he may already be traded. Who knows? Right. I'm kind of in on that. Like, as soon as the game's over, like, yeah. boom. Kind of like or it's the one of the things where they just take him off the field. And you're like, you just, you just got traded right now. You can't Right, just see it. Harris, and he Harrison just, Barnes style, just peace. Right. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen, but hey. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of those people. He'll be the first one that's traded if they're asking questions like that. Right. I would say, <clears throat> I I think you're probably right. I know Jamal Adams for the Jets like unfollowed all the Jets stuff and took them out of his profiles on Instagram and everything. So like, I think he thinks he's getting traded soon, um, and he got fined for that hit that he didn't think was a hit. You know, so 
Um, <clears throat> I think he's definitely up there. Uh, Melvin Gordon is allowed to search for trades, so you never know. Like he might, you know, be able to, you know, find a trade here. But I think you're right. It's probably Jalen Ramsey, Big D. You think it's gonna be anybody else? Eli potentially. You never know. No, they're not gonna get rid. I mean, like if they're gonna still have Eli, like he's not gonna. I feel like come. I mean, if he'd be a good backup. If Daniel Jones sucks, then maybe then you move Eli at that point. If somebody's willing to take him. But who's going to be willing to take Eli? I was say, if Minshew wasn't playing so well, I think the Jags would have because Coughlin's the GM. Sure. Maybe the Colts, you got that Manning-Manning connection. Same with the Broncos. If they needed some Broncos, might need it. Flacco, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Eli's going to be any better. I think he's better than Eli. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, I think that... I don't know who would. I'm out of saying. the out of the guys know. listed, I think that Melvin Gordon. I've seen a lot of things as far as him being really confident that he's going to play sometime this year. I'm not confident in him playing for the Chargers. Sure. So that would mean he'd somehow get traded. So I don't know. I feel like when you have a when you have an asset and instead of just letting it sit and kind of wither around, um, you know, you should act on it and get something for it in right. return. Right. So pull the trigger early. It's already you know a little bit too late as far as you know. The Eagles made an offer for Melvin Gordon already, but they turned it down. Like Tree Cohen and a pick or something, or not Tree Cohen uh, Howard, who they got from the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. <clears throat> yeah, Jordan Howard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that would have been decent, especially because like they have Eckler, who's the quick guy, and then they have Jordan, who's like the bruiser. Right. So, I think that would have worked yeah, like pretty well for them, you're right. I don't know. But, Gordon's also been injury prone, like even through like wasn't he injured uh up at Wisconsin? Uh I'm not sure. At Probably. one point? Yeah, I mean I would think. I thought he was, but I have to double check on that one. <clears throat> so you're going Gordon? If it's not gonna be Rams, I think it'd probably be Gordon. Okay, sure. I like to see it. Alright, well let's move on then, because we got a lot of pickums to get through here. Second quarter. Week three, pick'em lines, part one. Um, let's just go first game. Broncos at Green Bay. Green Bay's minus seven and a half. Dill, what do you think here? Flacco versus Rodgers. Uh, I think in that Lambeau. week. Yeah, week week three. I think Lafleur and Rodgers are gonna either kind of hit some good strides or kind of figure out we're gonna I think this week's gonna be indicative of kind of where they are in the relationship um you saw how they came out really hot in the first 10 minutes and the first you know half in particular last week and then the second half they didn't do anything right um you know kind of curious where they're gonna go from here but taking Green Bay sure Rajas I'm going with you too I just don't think that Flacco's got enough to get it done, especially, you know, I don't know about on the road, but the Packers' defense has looked pretty good this year so far. Yeah. And, obviously, Rodgers and LaFleur have got their, you know, something's working, maybe not the, for the whole game, but right. it's working at some point. So, I think they'll they'll come out of here because I don't think the Broncos are that good this year. Doge, you taking the, the points with the Broncos or you going Packers with us? No, I'm riding Packers as well. For um, sure. You know, uh, it took them, you know, a week to kind of get the offense in gear. But like you guys said, the defense has been playing well the whole season. They've only given up 19 points in the two weeks uh, to two pretty solid division rivals in the Bears and the Vikings. So they're definitely looking pretty good uh, with, you know, the new 
new system in play with Mike McCarthy out of there. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's looking good for him, and I'm going to take the Packers on that one. Sure. Um, let's move on to the next game then, 1 o'clock. We got Lions at the Eagles going to Philly. Uh, the Eagles are minus 6.5 in this game. So I'll go first here. Um, I know the Eagles are pretty banged up, but I still think they're going to pull it out. Lions have a, a decent defense, um, and Stafford's been looking uh, you know, solid so far, but I think I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm not sure if Alshon Jeffrey's going to play or not, but if he does, they'll definitely uh, make it even more in their favor. So I'm going Philly at home here. Dill, what do you got? Yeah, at first I wanted to take Philly, and I think this is going to be one of those games where – Detroit's going to come out, and you're just going to be kind of like, okay, they're just going to kind of chug along. You know what I mean? They're not going to let the game kind of get away from them. I think they're kind of just going to hang around in there. Maybe not win, but I think that's going to be closer than six and a half points. So, sure. Uh, I'll take Eagle, or uh, excuse me, I'll take Lions Ooh. on the spread. Lions on the spread? All Eagles, right. Eagles probably for the win, Lions for the spread. Sure. Doge? I'm going to agree with Bill on this one and, uh, and take the Lions on the spread. Um, you know, they've. They, didn't look so hot in week one, but, you know, it's kind of just, you know, everyone's kind of getting used to it. You don't really play your starters a whole lot in the preseason, but I, they looked a lot better week two. Yeah. And uh, I think in that many points that I'm going to have to go with the Lions. Sure. All right. Yes. I think Matt Stafford's got to be probably, at the end of his career, one of the, like, quietest, like, Hall of Famers. Yeah. Like, in our generation. No doubt. He has so many yards, <clears throat> he's going to have, like, the most passing yards probably. He's yeah. He's going to break the record. Right. He's so young and he gets so many each year, but they just never do anything. <clears throat> he's on pace too. Break is he really on pace too? Wow, that oh, yeah. me. No doubt. I think it's like pretty. He's like sixty percent over like where he had to be. Yeah. Well, then Mahomes is gonna break it like a year later though. No doubt. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. And probably like in the same. You're right. Exactly. <clears throat> he's just Andy Dalton's leading the league in passing yards so far. Fun fact. That's. Gonna... He's also leading the league in bright red hair. And being beat. <laughs> Not true. There's some other people that lead the league he's, in that. He's probably been the only thing that's been positive for the team so far, is the offense, like, passing game. Yeah. <clears throat> it didn't look so hot. We'll get, the, we'll get to them. Sure. Next game. No. Just kidding. Yeah, <clears throat> next game. Right. Speaking of the Chiefs. Speaking of the Chiefs. Speaking this of the Chiefs. This is a game that I think everybody's going to be tuning into. I don't care... You know, who's who's your team or when when you're playing? I know my team's playing at the same time, but I'm tuning into this game if I can. Ravens at Chiefs. Kansas City is minus six and a half here. Dill, let's get your thoughts. Uh, who are you taking? Yeah, I I thought before the season started that Baltimore was going to be pretty scary, and so far they've looked a lot better on offense. Than I think anyone expected them to. Granted, teams they've played. Um, you know, obviously the Dolphins have not shown up in either week they've played so far. Uh, but I think that the, the Ravens are going to come out pretty solid. I think they might even get the dub here. Um, you know, at the Chiefs, early season, uh, you know, matchup. Nothing really indicative of what's going on later in the season, but I think they could get the early season win at the uh, Chiefs there. Sure. So, okay. Take the Ravens. Doge? 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's, like you said, definitely going to be a game that a lot of people are going to be tuning into. You know, two undefeated teams, two uh, young quarterbacks with a lot of skill. Um, you know, really going head-to-head. Probably the best two performing quarterbacks as far as, you know, just excitement has been concerned. And, oh, yeah. you know, Mahomes throwing four touchdowns in one quarter. You know, the media has kind of been watching these two guys the most uh, in the league so far. So, really exciting. But with that being said... Uh, Six and a half points being given to the Ravens. Uh, I like this being kind of an offensive shootout, and I think that, you know, the scores could be a little closer than that. So I'm going to have to take the Ravens plus six and a half, uh, even if it is in Kansas City. I'm going to have to disagree with you, boys, I think. I think. And now listen, here's why I'm weary to do it because the Chiefs' defense has been given up, I think I uh, read six yards per carry to rushers, and Lamar Jackson is probably going to tear them up. So I agree, it's probably going to be a shootout, but I just think Mahomes is going to come in the clutch here, win by just a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be much more, so I think this line it makes it scary as well. So I see what you guys are saying, but I'm going with the Chiefs. I think Mahomes is ready to show out in a big matchup like this and prove that he's you know more of the, the real deal than Lamar, who's been looking great so far, and I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, moving on now to a game nobody wants to watch. Bengals at Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo's minus six. Ugh. Uh, wow. I'm taking the Bengals here. Fuck it. I don't care. I, just because I'm betting them, I'm just going to bet on my boys. I think Buffalo's pretty solid and we've been giving up a lot of rush yards which doesn't bode well for us as well in this game with the rushing QB but I just think we're going to show out on offense I, I, I like what we can do hopefully Dill? I think this is going to be a true test of is Marvin Lewis gone? Right. Because this is totally a game where before I feel like you would show up on the road and just get blown up at 20 and or 30 and not look like you're even competitive. Yeah. Like, at the yeah. Bills. Because, you know, the Bills definitely have a pretty good home field advantage. So, yeah. um, you know, it's definitely, even if the team isn't that great, you still have to beat the fans, too. And sometimes the fans will beat you up. So Nobody circles the wagon. Yeah. yeah. Hills, you know? So, I don't know. I think that the Bengals on a six-point spread should be able to cover that. I'm just not confident in the Bills or the Bengals. So this one, may, this right. one's tough. This one's this really stay, tough. This is probably a stay away, right? Yeah, I'm, like, and the you know if you're doing my bookie or stuff, you know stuff like that, like maybe stay away from this one. We have a visitor in the booth with Lewis Doge. What do you got? What I'm, do you got? Here? I'm taking the Bengals. Though. That's my pick. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll take it. Sure. Doge. Yeah. Who are you taking, man? You know, I would love to say that I think the Bengals will keep this one close. But I just saw them lose by 24 to the 49ers. I I gave up watching that halfway through the third quarter because it was just awful. So did I, and I was in the stadium. So (laughs) I left. Dude, I just don't think that spread is going to be good, dude. The Bengals just... They looked, they looked fine week one in Seattle. I was pleasantly surprised 
but our defense got absolutely torn up. And I know that Andy Dalton can pass and put up some points. He's done well this year. But I don't think it's going to be enough points compared to how many our defense is going to give up. They have not looked good. They have not looked good. I totally agree with you. Um, I don't know. I would. I agree. I would just stay away. That's what I would do. Because yeah. I'm a Bengals fan and I want to bet on the Bengals. So I would stay away from this. <laughs> if I have to pick somebody, I would say it's the Bills. Sure. Even with that spread. That's fair. Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. Love to, love to fight another day. Moving on to the next game at 1 o'clock here. Falcons at Ed Mann's Colts. Ed just on the pod last weekend. Uh, Colts did beat the Titans, like he said. Wild game. <clears throat> A lot of drama at the end there. Colts are minus two in this game. Who are you taking right back at you, Doge? <laughs> I'm taking the Colts, dude. They've looked good. I like Jacoby Brissett. Uh... Edman's going to like this one, but I think I'm going to take the Colts. I, I liked their win against the Titans last week. Sure. Bill? Basically pick them. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the Falcons, from what I uh, what I understand, didn't look great last week against the Eagles. To uh, That was last week, right? Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday night? Okay. Yeah, because I wasn't up for that. So the parts that I did see... I understand they didn't really look too hot. Um, the Colts have surprised some people so far with coming out pretty well, but I mean they're a good team around, uh, you know, around Andrew Luck before he retired. Yeah. So this is why you're seeing Jacoby Brissett being able to, you know, kind of step in, not have to do too much and still be in the game. And last week they beat a, uh, you know, division rival in the Titans. So pretty important win there. Two points though. Not very much. At home, I'm going Falcons, though. I think Matt Ryan and Dome. I mean, it, they're going to be in a Dome either way. I think Matt Ryan's fine. Right. If it was, like, up in uh, Minnesota before they, like, built the Dome and it was, like, outside at the college oh, stadium yeah. or something, definitely taking uh, Viking. Or, like, right. whoever would be against Matt Ryan then. But, right. They're in the Dome for sure. Yeah. I'm going Falcons as well. Um <clears throat> While they did like try to give the game away to the Eagles a bunch of times, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just thought their pass attack was all right. The Colts are really good. This is a pick 'em, so I you can't you can't fault either one. The Colts are good at home. Matty Ryan's good in the dome. Um, we'll see. He's throwing. I mean, he's thrown five interceptions in two weeks, though. Right. Like, I mean, he he is not impressed. Oh, Matty Ice. Right. It's ice cold. He's definitely not looking great, but, I mean, they did win the game against the Eagles. Fair enough. So, I mean, I agree. I don't know. I'm taking Falcons. I think they're going to bounce back, hopefully. We'll see. I like it. Not like the Colts have looked great either. No, they, they lost a close one in OT to the Chargers, but they had a good – I mean, they had a they pretty good They tried to give that one away Titans. to the Titans too, though. Yeah. They're both kind of lossy teams. <laughs> we'll get them. They'll be fine. That's why it's yeah. a pick them, though. That's why it's a pick them. We know who Ed would pick, so that's even, or, well, even it out that way. Two and two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. I think we're all going to pick the same team in this game, but I could be wrong. Raiders at Vikings in the Vikings' dome. 
Minnesota is minus eight and a half. And that is who I will be taking. I think they've looked great. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook's looked good. They did lose last week, but I just don't think the Raiders have looked that good. So I'm taking the Vikings here. I think they're going to run all over the Raiders. And we'll see uh, see what if Kirk Cousins wants to try to throw the game away. Because that, that would be the only thing that would hold this, hold this back because he has not looked super great. Big D? Yeah, that's going to lead me to my point of I'm definitely taking John Gruden on this spread here. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to be able to get it in the end zone. I think he's going to struggle against the uh, the Raiders there. Maybe on some deep plays, kind of like they had last week with uh, Stephon Diggs. But uh, anything in the red zone or anything kind of close in, I'm not really not too huge on uh, Kirk Cousins. But if it's from like you know 25, 30 yards out, he can probably score from there. But um, it's different kind of coverages when you're closer to the end zone. Right. I just I don't know if he doesn't see it correctly, if he just doesn't have the awareness that he does in the field. But I don't know. He's like a totally different player in the uh, in the red zone, which yeah, you weird. get you get paid you know in the NFL to score touchdowns as a quarterback. So Not he's got huh? Not unless it's guaranteed, baby. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, at some point he uh, he needs to show up for his contract. So. Yeah, I agree. I am definitely taking the Raiders on the spread with Chucky at the sure. helm. Sure. Cool. Gruden. Grinders. Josh, are you taking the Grinders? Gruden Grinders? Are you going skull, I, uh, skull, skull? I don't, think I, I don't think I will. I think the Vikings are going to get this one. I think they're going to win by 10. I think it will be close <laughs> to the spread. I think I this agree. spread is a little... I think this spread is a little too big. Uh but I still think that the Vikings are going to get it. Um, but we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, I think it's going to be a close one, but I'll just have to lean a little bit towards the Vikings a little bit. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you on it. Love to see it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. It is our first JP lock of the week. Here it is. The next game. The New York Jets at, of course, the New England Patriots. The Patriots are minus 22 and a half. Doge, who are you taking in this lock of the week from JP? That's a big line, dude. That is. But who's playing, quarter, who's playing quarterback for the Jets, though? Cause that Simeon, or yeah, he that just got fails hurt. or whatever. Oh yeah, fails, falls. It's fails. not falls. It's not falls. It's fails, I think. No, it's um. Oh god, it's Falk. Falk. Okay, yeah. But Who's um... fails. Who's they signed somebody with fails? I don't, I don't want him to get injured, but I want him to throw a few interceptions because they said that the fourth string quarterback is Le'Veon Bell. <clears throat> I did hear him say that. Yeah, so I'd, I'd rather see that. I think that would that would make this line actually reachable by the Jets. But uh, if they're playing Falk, <laughs> I think I'm taking the Patriots on this uh, on this minus twenty two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just looked bad. I mean, the the Browns almost would have covered. Yeah, minus right. twenty two. Exactly. And the Patriots' and this, defense hasn't given up a touchdown in two weeks. And dude, and they, they, they the had the best yeah. point differential of the first two. Yeah. Se- or of the first two games of a season. 
of any other Patriots team throughout their entire franchise like history. Here we go. So yeah, so they've had a great start. I mean, it's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I'll, say, I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm going Pats here. Lock this in. I'm trusting JP, and I'm trusting Tom Brady to beat the living crap out of a terrible, terrible Jets team right now. So uh, I think they're just going to force that dude to throw, and it's not going to go well. So I'm taking the Pats, even though it's a humongous line. Big D, mm-hmm. what about you? Yeah, I think that, uh, by the way, the backup to Falk is David Fails. So that's why I was thinking about that. Anyway. Never fails. Correct. Sure. So, I think that the Jets are about 10 years behind the Browns as far as kind of where they are. Jeez. And their breakdown of a team. Because if you start looking at these quarterbacks. 10 years away from almost being in the playoffs. They are. Ten years away, they are hitting rock bottom over the last couple of years. Sure. And I think that Adam Gase is not the answer, and I'm definitely taking Bill Belichick on this spread. Uh, I'll, I mean, Falk is going to have... Actually, he might have a decent day because they don't have much on him in the NFL. But then second, but Bill Belichick. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, like in the first half, <laughs> he might have a decent day in the first half. I'll give him two drives. <clears throat> Bill Belichick's sure. been having a, a camera in this kid's home for like yeah. the last six years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knows, yeah. He knows we don't. Cereal. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't know about the insider scoops. Uh, true, true. So in that case. Um, I'm just gonna throw out a prediction of thirty-five, thirty-five to six. Lock it in. Wow, I'd like to see it. We're taking the pats. We're all taking the pats. Just in case you thought there's only one giant line this week, you're wrong. There's another. <laughs> Dolphins at or in Jerry World. Jerry World. Jerry World. Against the, against the boys. Dallas is minus 21 and a half. Ooh. I'm taking the freaking boys. Dolphins don't score. Zeke has... <laughs> I want to say three tutties, but I'm saying two. Ah. No, I'm saying two. And I'm saying Dak maybe has... Six. I'm just going to say four, maybe. But probably three as well. Dill? 21 and a half... At home against the worst team in the in Jarwall. <laughs> against the worst team in the NFL so far. I think Zeke could have one of those like two hundred yard three touchdowns yeah. with like seventy five yards receiving. Uh Dak could go like thirty of thirty three, like four hundred yards and a couple touchdowns, like just super efficient. Yeah, just kind of blow like, it up, but we'll, that game Zeke had two fifty. Like, <laughs> dude, I I just remember him. Like, just I look at my think so, but you never know. Because I had him on my fantasy, and it just kept going up and up and up and up, and like that was just like okay, I gotta see what's going on, and like I had to turn the game on. Right, this is probably one of those. I'm just curious to see how bad the Dolphins end up being. Pretty bad. They want two. It seems like <laughs> like pretty bad. Doge. Are you you taking the boys? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Doge. 
The boys? I'm absolutely I'm absolutely taking the Cowboys. Yeah, the hammer Dolphins, that shit. Hammer that the shit. The Dolphins between the last two games have lost by a combined ninety two yeah. points. So twenty one That's that's an average of losing by forty six points a game, dude. That is absolutely awful. Oof. <laughs> In the NFL, which is I mean that's right. unheard of. Yeah, it's big yeah. twelve numbers in the NFL. It's not good. I'm absolutely taking the Cowboys in this one, especially in Dallas. The should've Dolphins a, are done. Should have been a lock of the week. That's a clubhouse lock of the week, folks. Lock that in. JP blowing his opportunity to make some extra dough there. I think. All we know is Fitzpatrick has 400 yards and like four touchdowns and five picks. Josh Rosen. Is he starting? Yep. Oh, he is. Rosen starting, baby. The chosen. Oh. the chosen Rosen. The Chosen. God, I just don't like that wow. kid. I just, I don't know. He just never... Has never had, like, a good team. No, I just, like, <laughs> when he was at UCLA, I just didn't like his demeanor. Like, he just seemed like... He's certainly a UCLA kind of guy. Like, he like. <clears throat> he should have been given more for who he was. And it was like, dude, like, what do you... Banjo lot. Like, he totally, like, I felt like he totally had that chosen feeling you know what I mean like oh I am the chosen Rosen like oh yeah know. he definitely thinks he's a re- like a, gonna be a, and I'm not a saying that you can't... he's a Rogersy kind of guy yeah a little bit of a prick you know yeah right right but like <laughs> also just way worse yeah right. but, but like, like just like not good not sitting behind Brett Favre just one of the greatest slingers of all time Enough, enough anyway, Rosen. Enough anyway, Rosen. Off the boys. Last one o'clock game. The then we're going to take a little break here. Breakage. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special pour one out segment. Wow. It pains me to say this, but Eli Manning is no longer the starting quarterback of the New York Giants. Again. Moment of silence, please. And now, round of applause for D. Jones, baby, starting for the G-Men. First game at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their super awesome defensive line. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay, minus six and a half. I'm taking them for sure. Picked up Tampa Bay's defense in almost all my leagues. I'm ready for D. Jones to go down in flames. This is going to be great. So speaking of picking up... He's just going to get hit a bunch. Speaking of picking up defenses... On a fantasy note, I did pick up the Cowboys defense this week. <laughs> right, right, right. That's so, what I was saying. They weren't available. That's why I yeah. the Bucks. So, oh man, six and a half on this spread here. First start away game in Tampa. I'm going, my boys. I'm going with the Bucks, baby. Let's get a little second win here, Jameis and Bruce Doge from Clee. You know, I think. Oh, my. Uh-oh. I'm taking the G-Men. Wow. For the win? For the win or the spread, Doge? Let's get this clarified. Here. No, for the G-Men plus six and a half. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, dude. I mean, they've... Fair enough. Fair enough. Neither team... I mean, they're both averaging under 20 points a game. Like. Yes. <laughs> The Buccaneers have only scored 18.5 points a game, and the Giants have only scored 15.5 points a game. Like, this isn't going to be a high-scoring bout. No. It's not going to be good. It's going to be ugly. And having that big of a spread, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think you got to take the Giants on this one. It's sure. not going to be a beautiful game by any means. No, definitely not going to be a good game. I would not watch this game. <clears throat> um, I don't know. 
You're taking the G-Man, all right? Let's see. Let's take a break G-Man here. G-Man plus six and a half. I'll six take and it. Half. Hey, you got to. You got to take what you got to take. That's a good. That's a lot of lot of points. It's using your analytical mind for an analysis there. Sure. <laughs> let's take a, let's take a break from our analytical mind and go to halftime here. Late hit. It's gonna be a flag. Whoa. Doug doesn't know when that's coming. Oh. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for it. It wasn't, so. Oh, there's a lot more time left than I thought. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Sure. Um, Doge, where can we find the clubhouse specific stuff? Yeah. On Facebook, you'll find us, the clubhouse. Clubhouse, just all one word. If you go on Twitter and Instagram, it is clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Chief Seats Network. So, follow us, like us. Yeah, got Subscribe on, uh, you know, all of our podcast spots as well to the clubhouse. Yeah, you got to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Check them out. Yeah, basically anywhere you listen to any of your other podcasts, you can catch us. So subscribe and catch us there. Right, for sure. Um, and if you want to catch out our other shows on the network, that like the Pick and Roll Report or Trevin Teej, the NBA pod, um, and potentially some stuff from our you know other friends. Jacko is doing a cooking stuff. You know he's got some good YouTube um, stuff going on. Check out the Cheap Seats Network, which uh, Dill's going to show you where we can you know find that stuff. I'm going to show you, all right. If you can check out your Facebook. Yeah. And the Twitter. And the Twitter. The Facebook <laughs> is The Cheap Seats Network. So go ahead and give us a follow, give us a like, and uh, make sure make sure that you uh, tell your friends and family about us just to share that you know you actually care about us as well as them. So it's a beneficial relationship to everyone. On Twitter, at the cheap seats SN. Plain and simple. That's all I got. All right, moving on to our third quarter here, part two of our NFL pickums. Let's move on to the four o'clock games. We just finished up the one o'clock games here. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna move on to the first game: Panthers at Cardinals. We got our. Cardinals, minus two and a half here. Who are you taking, Dill? Panthers, banged up. No no Cam Newton here. I was going to say, Cam's out, out, right? Yep. Who's their backup? It's still Derek no, Carolina, Anderson. Excuse me, it's Carolina minus two and a half. <clears throat> no, I think it's... No, dude, because no, it's, it's, it's weird. it's Arizona minus two and a half. Is it? That's what I... I just pulled it up on ESPN right okay. now. That's what it says. All okay. right. The official stats team. We got it. I'm trusting Dosh. Looking up the MLB. Official official stats team. <laughs> official stats team. Ooh! Right. Cardinals, the 5-4 win over the Cubs in 10. Wrong Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dosh, who are you taking while we're waiting for this? Stats team official. Um, I still do like the Cardinals minus two and a half. I think Kyler Murray gets the win. Uh, Panthers looked bad even with Cam Newton. He yeah. hadn't thrown a single touchdown. Uh, their receiving core just isn't great to begin with. Uh, McCaffrey can't really do it all, 
And if defenses play against that, then they're destined to do well. I mean, you saw a not-so-great team in the Buccaneers do it last week. So, <clears throat> taking the Cardinals, minus I'm, two and a half. I'm with you here. I'm taking Thrill Murray and the Cardinals. I think they're going to come out and beat the the banged-up Panthers. I just don't know much about the Panthers' quarterback. And uh, I just think that he'll probably come out and have a decent game, but I think the Cardinals are kind of getting to their groove of things. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm just taking I'm taking Murray and Kingsbury here. I think they're going to pull it off, especially, uh, you know, at home. Big D, back to you, stats team. Yeah, so Arizona with the two-and-a-half point. Minus? Yeah. Okay. So. Negative? Yeah. Negative. I, I think that the uh, Kyler Murray is going to get his first win in the NFL this weekend. Well, sure. At home. I like to, like to hear it. We're all the fans. On, we're all on the same page. <clears throat> Moving on to another game with a banged-up quarterback. Saints at Seahawks. Seahawks are minus four and a half. Um, Saints have come out, or Deshaun Payton came out and said they're going to use a two-quarterback system with both Hill and Bridgewater. So, Doge, <clears throat> is that going to give you any reason to pick the Saints, or are you taking the Seahawks here? Um, remind me the the spread here again. Sorry, I didn't have the, the the sheet right in front of me. Minus four and a half to the Hawks. Seahawks. Ooh. See, I am a big fan of Taysom Hill. Sure. And I think a two quarterback system could be nice. You know, I didn't really love what I saw from Bridgewater last week, but I do like the plays where they've involved Hill. I think he's a really great athlete. And uh, I think Kamara yeah. kind of steps up and, and kind of fills into his role more with Breeze out. Uh, and I think they keep it close. So four and a half to the Hawks. If I can get a plus four and a half to the Saints, I think I'm going to take that. Um, They've got a week to plan for it. Yeah, that's true. I think I'm going to take the... I think I'm going to take the Seahawks. The Saints offensive line has not looked super great. Clowney's kind of coming into his own there in Seattle. Um, it's always tough to play in Seattle with the 12th man up there. And I just don't know if, you know, the famous saying is if you have two quarterbacks, you know, you don't have any because that's like a, you know, you can never have two quarterbacks. Or I forget the famous saying. Jeez, it's hilarious. No, I can't remember <laughs> it. But I know there's a, you can't have two fam- you can't have two quarterbacks. So <clears throat> is the, the point of the saying at least. If you have two – oh, it's if you – I got it now. Slap it down. Slap it down. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one, is the is the famous saying. Like, you don't have one guy. So, I'm taking the one guy, Russell Wilson, at home, Seahawks. Big D, you taking the two guys or the one guy? No, I'm taking the Seahawks. I think the Saints are kind of – it's going to be a deflating week, uh, you know, with your quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, going down – uh, losing to the Rams again, like they did last season, it's kind of all full, you know, full circle. Yeah, they need to get out of this rut, and I don't know if they'll be able to find that until uh, Breeze comes back. So uh, we'll see as a team when they move forward. But this week in particular at the Seahawks, no way am I am I gonna bet on Bridgewater. Sure. So what's two? 
Well, thing to keep in mind. I would Russell I would bet on Taysom, like, but not in this situation versus Russell Wilson. Like, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. One thing to keep in mind <laughs> is that the Seahawks only won by two to the backup Mason Rudolph from Pittsburgh. Right. True. Very close game, and they barely got out of there at home against Cincy, who just got smoked by the 49ers. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think the Saints will still be the toughest team that they've played this year. I definitely... Even, with, even without Breeze. I could agree with that for sure. <clears throat> I just think the, the drop-off in QB talent is too too much. I would agree. Breeze is, Breeze is one of the homies. And if they're getting if they're going to get after Russell, it could be bad. Like they were with... Uh, I mean, I know he can move, but... <clears throat> I don't know. Saints, it, it just... I don't know. Interesting. Or not Russell, excuse me. Um, they can get after Taysom and Teddy with the with Jadavion and those boys. Because the Saints offensive line is good. But I don't know, it's just going to be tough, you know? It's going to be a good game. I definitely would tune into that one, potentially. That'll be a good one. Right. I agree. Just I just want to tune in to see what the two quarterbacks are going to look like, you know? I think it'll be good. Sean Payton's got a great quarterback mindset, so. He's definitely, if anyone can figure it out, it would be him. Moving on. Texans at the Chargers in Los Angeles. L.A. minus three here. A little home field advantage action. Doge, you taking Deshaun or Big Phil? I'm taking Deshaun in this one. Um, you know, I really liked I really liked how he played in their uh, really close loss to the Saints when the Saints were at full power there. Yeah. And then... Uh, you know, not a beautiful win, but a win nonetheless uh, against a division rival in Jacksonville, who's showing tonight that they've they've still got a pretty good team uh, playing the Titans pretty well tonight too. So, um, you know, I, I like the way that Watson looked, and I think I like them better than than I've liked the Chargers this year. So, even if they are in LA, it's never really a home crowd for the Chargers anyway. I'm going to take the Texans on this one. Right. I'm taking the Texans, too, um, for just basically all the reasons you just said. I think Deshaun's looking really good. I think the Chargers, while they are looking decent, haven't looked, you know, like they did last year where they looked really good. Um, and so I think Deshaun will pull this out here just like he always does. So I think if the line was bigger, I could maybe take the Chargers. Um, or, excuse me. Yeah, if they if it was less, not the line. If the line was less, excuse me. I'm flipping it with my plus points. The Texans, though, is still who I'm taking. Big D. Deshaun or Big Phil? I think Big Phil's going to have a big game. Wow. Okay. At home? Chargers. Sure. You think? When do you think Melvin Gordon's going to come back while we're here? Or no? I think he'll get traded. I know we kind of briefly touched on that. Maybe halfway through the season, week eight. That's what somebody you know said when, he was when, eyeing when you can get paid. <laughs> when people are, I don't know when like the deadline is to like officially. I think it's like week ten when Le'Veon had to be back last year for him to like be considered a uh, free to, agent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Melvin Gordon still has another year on his deal after this. So, but I know I thought there was something similar like where he had a. Maybe if you report by week eight. Well, because like officially this year. like well he would it, basically Gosh. this year it would extend another two years then. Right. So, like, you have to do something by the end of, like, at one point, so it's considered a year on your contract. Right. 
So I think I think that's week ten, week eleven, if I'm mistaken. Uh, I'm not mistaken there. And sure. I think week eight, you have a pretty good indication of who is competitive, who's competing. I think he's going to be able to pinpoint kind of where he wants to go a little bit more. Right. Whereas it's pretty early now. You have no idea if there's going to be a substantial injury to you know a big time playmaker or something like that to like a team, and then and then it's like oh shit I'm right in the back you know same spot where it's like I'm on a decent playoff team but right. I'm sure, yeah. I don't I don't know where else well why I mean he wants to get paid not I know, I, know. I mean I'm sure he wants to win but he I know paid. you want to get paid but like where would you want to go play for the money that you know what I mean like where it's just like okay you could suck. It'd be miserable making millions. I don't know. I'm in Miami, I guess. Doge, any quick interjection on Melvin? Any thoughts? Um, I don't know. I mean, his agent came out a little while ago, like a week, week and a half ago, said that they don't expect to have Melvin traded from the Chargers, but I don't think he's going to play anytime soon until he gets paid, so. Right. A true stalemate at its finest. It is. What about, like, Melvin to the Seahawks or something wild? No, they don't need him. I don't see it. Maybe Niners. Oh, well. Niners, we'll Niners are doing fine with Burita. I know. I mean, they're fine. I was just saying, like, they're fine, but, like, you can upgrade. Like, I know Eagles are trying to upgrade. Like, they were interested. I mean, Tevin you know. Coleman's injured, too. Like, the Niners have, have plenty of good running backs, I feel like. Chiefs. Jeez. They could use him. Yeah. But shit. then you're trading him in division. Can't do that. Yeah, you're right. They probably wouldn't do that. Probably Pats. Who knows? All right. Let's move on. <laughs> it's probably the Pats. Jeez. That's so stupid. Packers. Packers, go Pack Go. No, they got Jones. He's all right. Um... This is tough. I mean, there's not a lot of teams that, like, need a... I, I mean, everybody needs, like, a Melvin Gordon, but not everybody needs a Melvin Gordon to trade for him, you know, especially and to sign him for a big, long right. deal. He'd be great in Houston. Yeah, dude. They should get that going. They should trade some of the picks they got from the Dolphins for him. They, and they just get... traded a bunch when they well they they didn't they didn't hardly get anything when they got clowny so I I can't imagine them negotiating a great trade for Melvin Gordon right well when they got rid of clowny I should say to the Seahawks right they just they got Tunsil they just got Tunsil too yeah are they but I think they had to give up stuff for him so maybe not then Redskins need a running back Redskins need a lot of things yeah I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that Gruden sucks. Steelers. Rest in peace, Big Ben. At 49ers. Well, Niners minus six and a half. I'm going sexy Jimmy G. I just watched him destroy the Bengals <laughs> in person, live. He looks fine. I'm taking the Niners. That's, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just salty about it. Big D. Steelers, Niners. Minus six and a half. <clears throat> uh, I'm going Niners. 
Just Niners. That's all. Yeah. You Slap it down. Put it on. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Doge. You taking I'm Niners? Going. Steelers. Yeah. No, I'm going Niners too. Um, yeah. Steelers got blown out by the Pats, of course. They barely lost to Seattle last week. Lost by two. Yep. But you know who else barely lost to Seattle? The Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Lost by, by one. one point. So better and than the Steelers. The Bengals. Then the Bengals went home and lost to the 49ers, 41 to 17. Yep. I don't think this is close. The Steelers really haven't shown me a whole lot of things to believe in. Um, and the 49ers have. They look good. Like I said, Breda and company. Jimmy G looks great. Richard Sherman. Yep. Uh, I mean, they they've they look some good. good pieces. Kittle's a reliable option in passing game. Both I mean, they just good. had so many people just wide open last week. 49ers look good. Yep. I'm taking them. Yep. Uh, moving on then. Moving on then. We have Rams at the Browns. This is a JP lock of the week. He's locking in the Rams. Um, Dill, I'm going to let you respond to that first as a Browns fan. Rams coming into the dog pond. Yeah, we're going to figure out which animal's tougher, you know. The dogs, the Rams. I'm pretty sure a pack of dogs can take out a ram. Why do you get more? (laughs) Because we're home, we get more of them. So, no, I, I think that this is going to be a really interesting game to see kind of where exactly we are. Sunday night as well, by the way. Right, that's bright, what I'm saying. Like, this is like prime time. Um, it's going to be a really good gauge to see where we are, where Freddie Kitchens is, especially coming back from yeah, week Bay. one when it's 18 penalties for 182 yards. Last week was pretty good. Um, you're also playing the Jets, which I said was they were about five to ten years behind where the uh, Browns are as far as just like being competitive as an organization knowing what the hell they're doing because I don't think they do right now um, the Jets that is so it wasn't that big of a statement last week to beat them that's who we won last year um, against last year on Monday Night Football right it was Monday Night Football or was yep. it Thursday it was Thursday night maybe Okay. I knew it was one of the primetime games. Uh, we actually won when Baker came in, but Baker's got to show me something, you know, that the hype the hype is worthwhile. Because right now it's been kind of mediocre. A little gunslingery. Um, I mean, he hasn't even been that, like, he hasn't been that accurate. Like, he's been throwing balls where it's like... Just launching balls. And last week against the Jets, they, I mean, Greg Williams, I know he was with Baker last year. So he knows a little bit more than like a typical coach would, but he made him look um, through all of his progressions. It seemed like, and not know where to go with the ball. Which Freddie Kitchens last year, one of the things he was saying was Baker's progression as a quarterback really relies on his progressions through his reads and his ability to uh, ability to do that quickly. Which I want to start seeing some of that. I want to see what Freddie was working with him all off season. You know, <clears throat> getting him engaged, you know, with the team, getting everything ready. Um, I don't know, I'm really excited to see how this game goes because I, I don't know how it's going to play out. I could see the Rams win by a lot. I could see the Browns come out and be like, oh, shit, this is actually, okay, here's the team that we thought they might be. Sure. Or it could be the week one against the Titans where it's like, oh, shit. 
Right. Like Freddie Kitchens. Right. <laughs> um, I'm definitely taking the Rams just because. For the record, I'm taking the Browns though. For sure, I figure. <laughs> it's classic. Um, Got to man. I'm just no, I was just saying classic like, just long. Oh, I know. Story about it. I know. Like, you don't give your pick, and then it's like here we are. Rams for sure. It's just McVay. McVay versus Kitchens. That's what I'm thinking it as as and thinking of it as. And you guys have a talented roster, don't get me wrong. But they have a talented roster that just went to the Super Bowl and added pieces. So I'm taking the Rams. I think they're ready. I think they're they know how to play in prime time. I'm not sure if the Browns know how to play in prime time yet, especially, you know, with a team like this. So, like you're saying, the Browns got to prove it, and they definitely can, but until they do, I'm not going to have faith in it because the Titans game is still fresh in my mind as well. So something I think that Todd Gurley could have some bust-out runs. Something that we haven't talked about was the uh, the, the battle between the Georgia uh, running backs. Chubb and Gurley, for yeah. sure? Yeah. You taking Chubb or Gurley, Doge? Um, I'm taking, I'm taking, well, I mean, as far as overall performance, I think Chubb is going to have a better night. Yes. With that being said, I think the Rams are going to win this one. I think I would even take Rams minus three. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I just think the, the Rams are just the better polished team. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, you're saying the Browns may not know how to win in prime time. Although they did just play the Jets in it, they did just have a prime time win on Monday night, so... You know, back-to-back primetime games in the night slot. Uh, well, I know. prefaced it with a team <clears throat> like this. Sure. No, yeah, with a team like this, I agree. Like, Absolutely. yeah, they, and I'm thinking anybody can win against a backup quarterback in primetime. I'd, I'd hope. Oh, yeah. No, a, a backup to the backup. Right, I was going to say even, yeah, like <laughs> triple. You know, third no, straight I agree. Um, still. Anyway, Baker's thrown two touchdowns. He's thrown four interceptions, you know. It's it's clearly the system isn't quite set up exactly yet. They're still getting used to playing with each other, right. um, and I think the Rams, you know, that's not necessarily the case. They got a lot of guys that returned on the offensive side for sure. Some things have switched up on the defensive side, but I just think they're the better team. So, Rams minus three uh, is what I'll be taking there. Sure, <clears throat> love it. Moving on then to our <clears throat> final game, Monday Night Football, final lock of the week. Bears at the R-word, Washington Redskins. JP's locking this in for the Bears, minus four here. Um, I'm going to double down on that. I think the Bears have a good defense. I think they, the Redskins are hurt and just have not looked great. Um, I'm going to take the Bears. Big D, who are you taking? Week three. <clears throat> We need to see uh, Trubisky come out and play kind of like he did last year instead of his first year. Right. So, I think that being Monday Night Football, I think he's going to come out and play a little bit. I think he has to. I think, you know, I'm not a big fan of Jay Gruden and the uh, the Skins. Yeah. Been pretty vocal about that. I say we've heard you. <laughs> um, I just, I don't get his, his demeanor as well. Like, I know I talked about it before. Uh, with Rosen, but like he kind of has that standoffish attitude as well. When it's like you, you haven't done anything to prove it. Like why are right. you like that? Like right. you know, I don't know. And, uh, anyway, uh, sure. Bears. Bears. Okay. Duh, Bears. Doge, you taking duh, Bears? 
Or well, the yeah, well, I think the Bears are actually going to win this game. Uh, I think Ooh. with the the minus four plus Ooh. four spread there, I think I'm actually going to take the the Washington Redskins on this one. Okay, sure. The Bears are averaging under ten points a game between the two weeks. So while the Bears' defense is great, their offense hasn't been able to put it together in two weeks. They're one and one, but at the same time, you know they they aren't going to blow somebody out yet. At least they haven't shown us that they're going to do that. So, you know, I think the the Redskins may get a touchdown, may get a field goal, but even then I don't think the Bears are going to score enough to really make it much of a blowout. So I'll take the Redskins plus four. Sure. Wow. Love to see it. And that'll wrap it up then for our NFL pick'ems. We like to, you know, I like to see it. Let's uh, let's keep track of these, see what we can do, see who's got the better record here coming uh, uh-huh. coming into next week. Uh-huh. So move on here. A couple more pickems for you for college game day. Um, we've got our game day. We've got uh, you know the Florida boys game day. We've got another extra special game day for you, um, and one more matchup for some college game day pickems. So four good games this weekend. Well, three good games. I guess one of them's not a good game. We'll get that one out of the way first. Miami, Ohio at Ohio State. Uh, a lot of our friends are going to be there. We're going to give that a shout-out. Red Hawks are plus 28. Um, Where I'm seeing is even plus 38. Wow, 38. Plus ESPN right now has OSU minus 38.5. Wow. Woo! Let's take it. We need the extra oh, points. I love holy it. Holy cow, that's a that's a hefty effort. I'm taking well, – listen, yeah. I'm not taking 38. Um, I'm taking Ohio State here. Uh, they're gonna just dominate us. Um, <clears throat> that's a lot of points, but they're gonna probably score like seventy. So, so thoughts? No, Miami looked okay for about a quarter and a half against UC last week, but uh, OSU <laughs> kind of had their way yeah. with UC, and uh, I, I just see it being way worse against Miami in the shoe. Uh, as as much as I would love to see my alma mater put up a fight, uh, right? That's gonna be that's gonna be a real tough game for them. Yeah, I'm excited to go from watching the Bengals get absolutely slaughtered by the 49ers to being at the Miami Ohio State game to watch the Red Hawks get absolutely slaughtered by the Buckeyes. So, um, oh, this is gonna be worse. Yeah, oh yeah, this will be like <laughs> if I wanted if I was like not sitting with my family, I'd probably be leaving after like first half of the first quarter just be like I need to go mm-hmm. get to mm-hmm. a bar right now um, <laughs> this place is terrible um Dill are you uh are you thinking Red Hawks are getting a little frisky here plus 38 it's tempting isn't it juicy well 38 and a half okay give him he so wants an extra half the give 39 point I, dude I'm telling you when Doge said it was 28, or uh, said it was actually 38 and went from 28. I had that feeling of, like, kind of like bad beats, you know, SVP, like where something's going to happen. So I think maybe that 39 is going to make a difference. I'm taking Miami. Wow. Because uh. it could be like a 55 to, like, 20 game. But then they would win by, yeah, you're right. No yeah. I'm not gonna swear, but no way. Because if it was, if they score seven touchdowns, did Ohio you hear State. what the my I who said somebody texted this to a bunch of our friends? But the Miami coach was like, 
playing against Ohio State is like playing a pickup game where they just get the first 85 picks. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, dude, I, I did see Chuck Martin say that. That was just uh, it's hilarious. That's not it's what you want to hear from your coach. No, that's what I'm saying. That's like, give you me tell me you here. can't recruit the same guys and win any of them over? No. They're, no not even, they're not even recruiting the same guys. <laughs> like, what do you mean? The guy that goes to Ohio State, he's just like, no, I'm not going to go to play at Miami, Ohio. But he'll be like, I'll go play at Illinois in the Big Ten still. Right. Yeah. Or wherever. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on to the next game. A little bit more respectable of a game here. Tennessee coming down to the swamp here. Gators are minus 14. Tennessee has not looked super great so far this year. Gators are all right, but Felipe is hurt out for the season. Pour one out for my homie. Mega pour one out. For our homie, Doge. Pour Not out. good. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still taking the Gators, though. I'll let you guys, uh, you know, dissect it. Who, who wants to go first? Doge? Dill? You can go ahead, Doge. Um, yeah, no, I, I like the Gators here. Uh, regardless, uh, the Volunteers have not looked great. Um, the Gators actually mounted their comeback against UK after Felipe went out. Right. So uh, they still have fight in them. They can put up points uh, and, and drive down the field in, in producing crunch time. And like I said, Volunteers haven't looked that great. I'll take a two-touchdown win over the Volunteers. I think it'll be more. Especially in the swamp. Mm-hmm. It'll D, be a good one. D, I'm sure you're riding with the boys. Oh, yeah, chomping, baby. Chomp, chomp. Yeah, we aren't, uh, what is it? What is it? Rocky Top? Yeah, and, Rocky Top, yeah. Yeah, no Rocky Top in Gainesville this weekend. Sure. <laughs> Gators by, uh, I'm going by three. Sure. Like three touch, like three touchdowns. Three tutties, 21. Yeah. yeah. I think Jeremy Pruitt's a joke. <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't know. If you look him up, he's not even the first thing to pop up. It says, did you mean... Sure. Terrible coach. So. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to the next game. Big game this weekend. Primetime game. College game day. Actual game. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish go all the way down to the Georgia Dome to take on the Bulldogs. Irish are plus 14 in this matchup. Doge, I'm going to swing it to you. Are you taking the Irish here with the points or are you taking the Dogs? Oof. This is a tough one. I know, because I, I do I do have full confidence that Georgia's going to win this game. Yes. The 14 points is what's scary, and I think that's what's going to make me pick Notre Dame. Ooh. Notre Dame plus 14 is nice. 14 is a lot of points yes. for a program like Notre Dame, even if you are going to Atlanta and play Georgia. And they could get blown out. They have in, in games like this before, but... I think I the last. I, I think the last three times that Georgia's played Notre Dame, not. I mean, they did have one matchup that we were from did play. Um, it was like a pretty tight game, like a three-point game. So I'm taking the Irish here, but I totally could see them just getting absolutely walloped down there in Georgia because I think the other games that they played were up, up in um, Notre Dame. So yeah, last year was right. Last year was for sure. I think the last, and then the matchup before that, a couple years ago as well. Um, so I'm taking the Irish with the points. That's a lot of points, like you're saying, Doge. Two touchdowns for mm-hmm. two quality 
two quality teams, but I think Georgia will win. Big D. Taking the SEC and the boys. Yeah, I knew it. Freaking! Oh my God! The dogs. Yep. Yep. Athens, Georgia, baby. It's gonna be rowdy. Yeah, it's gonna be a wild atmosphere. Freaking! What's his name? Jesus! Well, they're gonna be in Atlanta, right? They're gonna be in the uh, in the Falcon Stadium, right? Oh, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Oh, is it? In, is it that Mercedes Benz? Okay. Yeah. Either way, Georgia's gonna be wild, man. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw a thing where there were stores in Georgia. It says Sanford well, Stadium. A- yeah, I saw that, Doge. The, oh, really? the guy got rid of the... Where is it? Georgia. It says yeah. Sam, Samford Stadium. Yeah, the, isn't that what I said? No. Oh. Samford Stadium is not the Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. I said the Georgia Dome. Georgia well, Dome's Georgia gone. Dome was oh. what the Falcon Stadium used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what their thing was called, so then no. excuse me. No. And I, I definitely... Because they're outdoor. Sorry, yeah, when you said Georgia Dome, I was like, oh, they're playing it at the Mercedes-Benz Because <laughs> that was the Falcon Stadium. Right. Gotcha. So it was a three-way... Three-way. So it is yeah. in Athens. Yep. Yes. <laughs> okay, which is I'm what I thought I was saying, which is wrong. So <laughs> Athens will be crazy. Uh, no, I, I think that Notre Dame fans travel really well anyway. Yeah, they'll, I, mean, I mean, there'll be people there. There are people sure. who live down there that are Notre Dame fans or went to Notre Dame and they're alumni and they're going to go there because they haven't supported their team in 30 years. And... Notre Dame fans are everywhere, yeah. Right. right. So that's a, that is a huge spread, though. I'm really shocked that a top 10... Matchup with a three and a seven is that much, but I think right. this is I think this is proving to show that when you perform terrible in huge games like the college you know playoffs and you know um, the final, you're gonna get, you know get these kind of spreads. So, but they're still right. putting them in the top ten, right? But I mean, it's different with you know it's the difference between the rankings. This is like the difference between the rankings and like what the bookies and you know what Vegas or the odds sure. are saying. Like I think that's interesting to see. Like how right Vegas now, still the, early. right now, now the formula isn't necessarily about the uh, like with Notre Dame with the AP top ten. Like they aren't thinking like, oh well, are they in the playoffs right now? But right. when that comes, that's going to be a huge factor. Right for sure. All right. Moving on, final game that we have for our college game day pickums. Big game this weekend: Michigan at Wisconsin. Badgers are minus three and a half. <clears throat> Dill, I'll swing it back to you. You taking the Wolverines or the Badgers here? This is a good, really good early season matchup between two right. teams so far that have shown they're pretty good. Um, yeah. Michigan, not so much, but Wisconsin more so. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, these early, like, noon Big Ten games are funny in the way that they play out. Right. Because I feel like this is going to be super competitive. With it being a three-and-a-half point, oh, that's that's super accurate, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. makes sense. Just like the home At Wisconsin. Um, I think Harbaugh, ha- he has to have the win here. That's kind of how I'm operating is, like, if, like if he has to coach, be legitimate like, at all, he's got to win this. So I'm taking Michigan here. Yeah. Doge. I'm going to disagree with you guys again. Ah. They're going into Wisconsin. Wisconsin's defense against pretty decent teams this year, South Florida, Central Michigan, those aren't any scrubs of programs. Right. Wisconsin's defense hasn't given up a single point to either of those teams. 
And Michigan, while they've had two weeks to prepare for this game, it's an away crowd. It's going to be a tough atmosphere to play in. And they barely got out of their game at home against Army. So I'm taking I'm taking Wisconsin on this one. Minus three at home. They've scored 61 points and 49 points and haven't given up a single point in the two, first two games. Sure. I think the 12 o'clock start is going to be a huge factor. If this was an 8 p.m. primetime game, Wisconsin, no doubt. But... When no one's really watching that noon start that's time, a normal, that's a normal college slot. No, I know, but just for this this kind of game though, like I feel like for like you see like um, other games at noon where it's just kind of like weird, like you aren't watching it, but you see it on the on the score and you're just like, whoa, like holy, like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like we're like it's early, oh, early in the day shit. for that kind of matchup. It's like a prime time kind of matchup. Right, right. Sure. I just think whether they're good or not, I don't. I just think Michigan has to win this if they want to like try to be all about beating Ohio State and being this big program that they're trying to hype up. So that's why I'm taking them. I think they're just they're hungrier for it, but. Wisconsin's definitely been a better team, so that's like obviously that's why they're, you know, getting the home field advantage too as well with the points. So I got to take Harbaugh, but this is going to be a good game, I think, at least to tune in for. I'm glad that it's at noon and not later when I'm at the game, so I can actually watch this one. So, um, all right, boys, let's get wrap it up for quarter four. Moving on to buzzer beaters, last little bit here of the show. Doge, I think you have a good one, so I'm going to pass it to you. <laughs> I do have a good one. Ueno uh, Suarez, last night, Reds third baseman, hit a home run uh, at Wrigley in a win against the Cubs. Love beating the Cubs first yep, off. They, yep. they won the season series against the Cubs this year. Uh, but that was his 48th home run of the year. While that's not enough to lead the MLB, uh, that's actually the most ever hit by a Venezuelan baseball player in an MLB season. So sure. congrats to Yoenio Suarez uh, setting that record. Uh, best home run hitter in a single season from any player that's come from Venezuela. So congrats. That's exciting. Who's leading the MLB? What's the number? Is it Pete? Uh, Alonzo was at 50 last I saw, but I don't know if they've played tonight. We can still catch him. We can do it. Come on, Yoenio. There oh, there's were, still time. <clears throat> there I would like to see you when you get to 50. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that'd be sweet. Just a 50 Ooh, they're actually about to play each other. The, Heck yeah. Yeah. The Mets are headed to Cincinnati to play this weekend. Well, let's shut them down and store some dingers on them. That'd be pretty cool. Alonzo with 49, Suarez with 48. Oh, Trout. is Alonzo at 49? Okay. Ooh. Yeah, Trout is out for the year, and he's at 45. Bellinger and Soler is at 45. Yelich is out for the year at 44. Belly versus Yelly, dude. <laughs> that was a funny I ad. I hated ad. when they... That that was just a like, just a, it sounded yeah, creepy. Um, Alright, so buzzer beater for me. Um, FC Cincinnati winding down the season... Um, not very exciting game, especially we just got our bus handed to us by Atlanta. We were looking better as the season's going on. Um, Ron Jans' influence is definitely being noticed on the pitch. 
um, which is great to see. But um, we're just kind of testing out our players to see who we want to keep next year and running different rotations. So um, don't expect much for the last, uh, I think, two or three games here. But expect to see some, you know, many different faces in, in lineups and rotations, which is kind of cool and interesting to see um, since we've been through such a long season. So um, looking forward to some winter signings and uh, the draft and whatnot and seeing what we can do to start next season because I think we're going to have a really good season next season with uh, how they've got the right people in charge. So come on, you FCC. Big D. You got the last shot. What do you got for us? All right. Bringing it back to my alma mater. The Toledo Rockets are going all the way to Colorado State. Wow. Dang. Yeah. So they're playing uh, the far. Colorado State for uh, this weekend. And they're actually nine and a half point favorites on the road. Sure. So that Plus doesn't some really, action on that. Yeah, Why it doesn't not? really happen very often. I feel like for Mac schools to go for an out of conference game on the road and be nine and a half point favorites. So. <laughs> Uh, they only lost by 14 to Kentucky first game of the year Toledo did so you know I think they can be pretty competitive with people going forward where's Colorado State at? Uh, as far as actual location yeah what's the altitude? <sighs> so it's in Fort Collins oh okay yep so that's where uh, shout out to Craig oh, that's where he used to hang out so we'll buddy. we'll see there but I'm taking the Rockets. Doge, who are you taking in that matchup? I'm taking the Rockets, too. You gotta go you gotta slap it on the Rockets. Got to. A little Maction, baby. Lights, right. camera. Maction. Maction. Alright, everyone. We appreciate you listening. Um, please take our advice in betting, but do not sue us if you don't win any money, because we are by no means any pros. But if you do win... Yeah, share some. percent Yeah, share a little bit, please. <clears throat> We'd like some. We, we can always appreciate a donation. <laughs> Why not? Like we said, thank you for listening. Dill, thank you for being here. Thank you, Teach. Doge, thank you for being here. Thank you, Doge. Thank you guys for having us. This Happy is... Day. The Clubhouse. Boom.